welcome back to the next episode of the Lift with Leah podcast. It has been a crazy, crazy week, a very busy week, but I'm very, very excited today because I think this is the first time we've maybe done a podcast together. I'm not sure, but I am joined by Lissy and she is a coach with Lift with Leah um, and I've known Lissy for a long time now. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the pure gym days. So I'm really, really excited to just have a chat and for everyone to just learn a little bit more about Lissy and also her story because she's got a really, really amazing story in terms of coming from where she was when we first met, which seems like a lifetime ago now, um, to where she is today, like being an incredible coach, helping so many girls. Um, yeah, and I just, she's come such a long way and I'm really, really excited to just talk about her journey. So Lissy. Action. Give us an intro. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that was such a nice intro. I get a bit emotional now. Um, that was so lovely. Thank you for having me. Um, no, it's been such a journey. I think we first met like three years ago now, three and a half. I think it was a bit longer than that, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> oh no, but honestly, it's been such an incredible journey. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. Amazing. So for anyone that doesn't know, um, me and Lissy met back in Pure Gym. So I was working as a personal trainer, face-to-face personal trainer in Pure Gym in Sheffield. And um, I remember my one of the managers of the gym rocked up and was like, Leah, um, this, this girl has inquired about coaching. Um, I feel like you would just get on really well with her. I feel like she'd be really good for you um, and you could help her a lot. Um, this is a name. These are contact details. And it was you. <laughs> and I was like oh, okay fab and we went downstairs to the Costa and and we met in the Costa um, and we had a chat yeah. in my mustard coat oh, you always bring that mustard coat up because <laughs> it was so awful <laughs> oh, and you were just this I don't know I think you were maybe like 17 or 18 or nine, something like that 18 yeah. yeah and I just remember like you were coming in like your hair was tied up in a little scrunchie you had your cute, cute little glasses on um, and I just remember I sat there and you being like, I really want to look amazing for my holiday to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. So I first came to you when I was 18. Um, but before that, so before actually joining the Pure Gym, um, I just started my gap year. So I'd just done A-levels. Um, as you can imagine, it's high stress for everyone. Never been in such a high stress situation. Um, and from there my body just went into an absolute meltdown Um, it, it was stress it was health problems Um, so the actual start of my gap year I was in hospital came out and um, I had to be taken everywhere in a wheelchair because I couldn't uh, I didn't have the energy to walk Um, so I actually started a new job as well so it was all just crazy and um, then just before meeting you the family decided to go on a holiday and I thought, well, I don't want to be in a wheelchair. I don't want to be feeling really crap in myself and mentally not in a good place. Um, so I just remember joining the nearest pure gym near to me Um, started going to the classes. And I spoke to one of the managers and said, what personal trainer do you recommend? And they listed a few. And I was like, OK, from that list, who do you actually think is the one for me? And you said, Leah. So message Leah and I was so nervous I remember being at home and I was like oh do I do it because I think everyone goes through that process of is it worth it you know do I just do it myself wing it yeah. look at Instagram this that, and the other 
And I thought, you know what? No, I thought I need to go with someone who knows what they're doing. I knew I needed the support um, mentally, um, especially with my relationship with food, as we'll go on to talk mm-hmm. about. But came to you, met in Costa, fish, bash, bosh. And, and look where we are now. <laughs> I don't even know how we got results, to be fair, because it was just us talking for most of it. <laughs> we did do some training. I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. <laughs> I don't we know how train. we got results. But yeah, I just think we got on so well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, really, really well. Yeah, so we were PT in. I think we started off like twice a week. Um, I think yeah. we were training twice a week, weren't we? Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and you were, you were at uni. I think at this point no so still the gap year so I just started back at the job okay and then you went to uni didn't you later down the line yeah then switched to to Manchester yeah yeah so we started PT and I think it's really cool seeing where you came from because I think a lot of people like you said are in that position where you reach like a bit of a sticking point and you've got two options you either reach out and you get support and you go for it or you just carry on doing it yourself and I think that's so relatable because so many people are in that situation where it's like what shall I do mm-hmm. um yeah so I think it's really nice that you spoke about that so okay so we met in pure gym we had a chat we started training and we went first into like a bit of a fat loss phase didn't we so let's talk through that and kind of how you found that in the early stages so I remember, I remember coming to you, I think it was our first session. And I was like, Leah, I just want to reiterate, I want to look like sex on legs. I want to look so sexy <laughs> because I'd never been in a bikini and actually felt good. It was yeah. more how I felt. Um, so we just cracked on. Um, I didn't know what calories were. I didn't understand the word deficit. I'd never picked up a weight. Well, that's a lie. I picked up like the one kg home weight. You know, if you do yeah. it with DVD, but I'd never been in the weight section of yeah, a gym. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we cracked on. You helped me learn literally everything because I remember some sessions we'd actually have it as the majority talking through nutrition because yes. I really didn't understand a lot of it. And we took that time to get you yeah. into it. Um, and then taking things slowly, learning what macros were, learning how I can incorporate the foods I love. Because obviously I was still in my gap here. I started to make friends at my job. I wanted to go out and we always found ways to fit everything in. Um, and then results came as I yeah. enjoyed. So, I think that's such a good point as well, because it's so easy to look at a coach and be like, oh, it's okay for them. They know what they're doing, etc. But you actually came from a position where, and I don't mean I mean this in a like just a matter of fact way like you knew nothing literally nothing like Like, yeah like didn't know how to train didn't know what anything to do with nutrition you didn't know about protein about calories so we literally went through that whole process didn't we of like okay this is how you train this is what we're going to be focusing on um and we got you I just about to say, I think people have that misconception of when you start coaching, you need to be perfect. Yeah. And you know, no, that's not all. the case. Everyone starts somewhere. Um, so yeah, that's just what to say before I forgot. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I think um, like you, we we got you like tracking your food, like learning how to track your food, and obviously literally taught you through that whole process. Yeah. Um, and you know what? You smashed that first fat loss phase. Cause I remember like we we did the photos in the pure gym um 
well, what's it in the consultation room you know what I mean yeah 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 <laughs> and I remember taking those photos and you literally smashed that first fat loss phase oh, it was amazing and you did a shoot I'm not sure when this was so you did two shoots you did you did the studio photo shoot mm-hmm. ben yeah, and so we did Mexico and then I went to uni and I wanted another goal yeah so we said oh let's do a photo shoot and I was like okay <laughs> Because yeah. I had that confidence to just do something that scared me. Um, so that was a massive transition, moving city, moving out, starting a degree. Um, coaching is literally what kept my head on straight because coaching, not coaching, uni can be a very tough time. And for me, it was tough. Like I, it took me a very long time to settle in, but having you there to like do my weekly check-ins, talk whenever I needed to, and train consistently kept my head screwed on. Um, and then as I settled in, I enjoyed it more, still went out, et cetera. Um, yeah. And worked towards that shoot. Um, so yeah, it was really amazing. Yeah, because when we were we were doing the one-to-one PT, I can't remember for how long that was. Maybe it was like six months or so. And then when you moved, we went online because obviously you couldn't then get from Manchester to Sheffield to do the PT sessions. So mm-hmm. this was right back when I was just starting online coaching. And I think you were maybe like my third or fourth online client. Yeah, I think like at this point, like I was doing what, 30, 40 hours in the gym a week. But then I had a few, like a handful of online clients on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember you moved to Manchester you were like right I'm going to uni and then we used to chat things about you know because obviously you did your history degree at uni and you were we were chatting about that and we used to talk through like your boy drama and everything that was going on in your life God, um, who doesn't <laughs> and I remember you moved to Manchester um yeah and you were like, right, I need another goal. And we we're like, okay, let's take this online. Like we can still do check-ins. We can still have that accountability. Um, and yeah, we just carried on, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Carried on working towards that online. And I remember when you did that first shoot, so you did the studio shoot with Ben. Um, with the, That was the very first group shoot I ever did. And there was like, I think it was four or five girls doing it. Um, and I remember you walked in and me and Ben both like, what has happened? Because this, I just remembered this really timid, like shy, like, like so girl shy. that I first met. And then you just came out of nowhere and the sass was like <laughs> next level. And I was like, what the hell? I got my nails done. I tanned. Um, yeah, I just thought, you know what? I have a choice to be timid or how I've always been and, you know, be in that shell or actually show off all the hard work I've done and step out of my comfort zone and step out of my shell and own it because yeah, I love that. I remember speaking to Ben and he didn't really have to give me a pep talk for confidence because I kind of just went off and did it. <laughs> he just said like, you know, it's good that I've not waited for someone to be like, oh, be confident. I've just done it myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the most amazing thing ever. I love that. Yeah. So in terms of looking back to where you were at the start compared to that shoot, obviously you went through a huge fat loss transformation. And not only that, but you also got really, really strong. And I think going from someone that was very class heavy, like a lot of girls are, and then actually getting really confident in the gym, like you were pushing some heavy weights, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what it was with my journey is it wasn't just oh she lost x amount of kilos and started lifting this it was more through the journey I started setting a lot of boundaries cutting off a lot of people 
asking myself what I wanted and also doing some really deep work in myself and I know well we got help for that later on but a lot of eating issues and a lot of that stemmed from if someone had upset me or if I think thought I wasn't good enough I would then turn to food so it was a lot of deep work I did to then flourish into that so it was it wasn't just the weights and the fat loss I was doing a lot of work on myself so I think that is the complete opposite because I've never I think when we're younger we have an idea of what we want to be when we're older and a lot of us think oh I want to be this and the other want to be strong want to be sexy I want to be outgoing but I never genuinely thought I'd get there so I look at the girl who walked in with the mustard coat and I had red shoes on oh my fashion sense back then was crazy (laughs) but um (laughs) but um yeah it's just crazy to think but I just stepped out of my way and did a lot of uncomfortable stuff and which we all try we don't want to do uncomfortable stuff like who wants to but we all try and dodge it but I think especially through coaching you kind of have to yeah you have to face up to it don't you to grow yeah same with you I bet you have in your like journey you've had to do a lot of inward work and think right why do I do that and when you scale back it's more it's like a self-worth thing it's a confidence thing yeah Um, I think that's such a big point actually because a lot of people see coaching as okay want to lose x amount of weight um you know want to fit in my bikini when I go on holiday you know those sorts of things but it's so much more than that. And I don't think you truly appreciate that until you go through the process yourself of having a coach and being coached. Mm-hmm. And I think like you said, then, you know, figuring out like what makes you happy. Okay. You know, what your values are, what you want from life. Like, is there anything that's holding you back that you need to get rid of, you know, just evaluating what you're doing with your life as a whole in terms of the way you act and who you, who you spend your time with and what you spend your time doing. I think the whole coaching process really causes anyone to just really deep dive into that and you know improve so many other areas of the life including like the time management like like what you said then like the self-worth like people don't see that but you having a coach and putting yourself first and prioritizing yourself yeah that leads to so many more benefits in terms of you know you actually looking after yourself properly and becoming happier in who you are and you know if you're doing these things that you're going to make you happier and make you feel more confident like that's going to be a complete game changer in so many other areas of your life as well and I think you really went through that and I remember especially in the PT sessions like I do remember like you you were very very kind of worried about what people would think or you come to me from Nando's and be like oh this girl said this like did she mean this and we had to really like go through that and be like, Lissy, like stop, like you, yeah. you're just reading into this far too much. Yeah. And I think sometimes like, even if someone had said something from a place of like jealousy or whatever, it says more about them. And yeah. I think as you grow and especially as you grow up, like you understand that some people are just like, what's the word I'm trying to say displacing their shit onto you yeah. and you just got to leave it be um so it was a lot of mental work we did I think um yeah. so yeah and I think like you said with coaching sometimes well more often than not it's actually having that sit down with yourself or just having that time with yourself to realize you are the problem you know and that's what I did I was the problem in like 
who I let kind of affect me, my time management, um, leaving things last minute and stuff like that. Um, but once you realize what the problem is, you can then change it. It's not yeah. then you have two more years of your life mm-hmm. where you beat yourself up for not being the best you. You just yes. say, okay, sound, what can I do to improve it? So that's just what we did. Yeah, 100%. But I think you don't get to that point unless you do this work that's like, okay, what is the problem? How can I change it? You're never going to change from that. Whereas if you'd have just carried on doing what you were doing and you hadn't you hadn't actually thought about it, you would have just carried on having those thoughts. Whereas we actually had the conversations and it caused you to, you know, dig into it a bit more. And I don't think you are like that at all any, anymore. Like you don't, you've completely changed from what you were like when we were in that pure gym. It's scary to think what would life had been like had I not done that, you know? Very scary yeah. to think that. Yeah. Yeah. Just go for it. I think, you know, when you just think, oh, do I do it? Do I not? Just do it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, exactly. And you never know like where that's going to lead you to. Exactly. And look yeah. where we are now. <laughs> but then yeah. lockdown happened, didn't it? And then that was like a massive craziness because obviously I booked in for another shoot with Ben yes make it rain um where it was we did still do didn't we we still still did that second shoot yeah um and that is what kept my head again screwed on during lockdown because I had that goal to work towards yes um but I think it was after that shoot where we had a it was a joint check-in and we had like quite um raw check-in where you were like list I think we need to get some help for eating issues yeah and I'll never forget when you said that because um I literally had the biggest cry but it was a cry of relief because I was like that is why do you know what I mean like that is why I'm struggling with the food aspect because training was locked down um routine etc yeah but there was always something with food where it was binging, restricting. Um, yeah. And then we went, I got therapy for that yes. um, and then recovered from that. But And again, that just highlights, it's like acknowledging these things rather than burying your head in the sand. Yeah. It was actually facing up to it and being like, okay, right, this is an issue. I need to do something about it. And yeah. going and actually getting help and support with it as opposed to just thinking, no, it's fine. Like not acknowledging it. Yeah. And I was so scared. I mean, it was a relief. Yeah that I was like, oh, wow, like, that is kind of why I felt abnormal, because it's been been for years where I just couldn't put my finger on it, Um, and I didn't know a lot about eating disorders at that point, Um, but I never forget, it took me, it took me quite a few weeks to even sign the consultation form to get the therapy, because I was still in denial, I was like, no, I can't, I can't have this issue, like, I'm quite a strong person, I've worked so hard on myself, Um, but then I actually realized that me asking for help was the strongest thing I could have done because I was doing it for my future self because I had to, I remember sitting down and I think I was journaling at that point and I was kind of like, I can carry on doing this and being in denial, or I can have these few months of intense discomfort. It's not, it's not pretty. It is hard because they will take you through things in life and delve through things. But I'm I'm so glad I did it because it opened up so many other doors and um, yeah. and then have control over that now. And now I can help yes. other people. So I think that's I hate the saying, but everything happens for a reason in life. Because had I not done that, yeah, um I wouldn't have the knowledge or be able to sympathize with people as much as I can now. 
and offer that direction because I yeah. have led from the front in that sense so yeah. yeah yeah exactly and I think again that's something else so you went through that initial thing where you know you weren't sure what you were doing you reached out for help you were in that position where you weren't happy you didn't know what you were doing and then again you just the experiences you've had allow you to be be able to really relate to other people as well I think yeah um yeah so we went into the lockdown we so we stopped working together around this point after that shoot because you went to do the therapy side of things a little bit and we just decided okay right we need to just pause this for a little bit like you had uni so you kind of went off and we still spoke a lot and um, but you were just focusing on other things for a little bit yeah and you were still training and everything like that and it was in the lockdown when the lockdown happened that I moved my business online Mm-hmm. so yeah. I think at this point I had like seven clients um and I was like oh my god we're in a lockdown yeah I can no longer work in a gym and I was like right I need to pull my finger out now and like really make this work because this is my income like this is how I pay my bills and at the minute I don't really have a job yeah. um so yeah that's when I moved everything online um and then you know what I can't actually remember how I reached out to you I think we used to have calls still didn't we like we still talked a lot um, we still spoke. I think I spoke to you way, I think it was after Mexico. Mm. I remember this. I spoke to you and said, you know what, Leah, I'm going to carry on with this degree. I don't want to go into it because I've started yes. it. I want to finish it. But I want to, I want to coach wanna help people. people. So it was from way back when, because I'd, I'd decided I really wanted to do it. I'd always toyed with it. But again, I couldn't lead from the front when I hadn't sorted myself out. Yeah. So that was years ago. Um, then we stopped working together. I was sorting my head out and I had people coming to me wanting to be coached. Yeah. So I would coach a few of my friends, um, do the check-ins, et cetera. I'd tell you about that. And then I think you, I don't know if you had like, what's the word you you thought oh who could I kind of yeah. deal with and then it just it happened so organically yes. I think it did like it wasn't planned at all and I think <clears throat> with them um, the business coach that I work with like they always said to me because I was at the point where I was like okay right I really want to bring on another coach like I'm pretty at capacity with where I'm at and I want to grow this like I want to be able to help more people and mm-hmm. everyone the business coaches everyone was always like you need to try and get someone to work with you who's from within your business because obviously they've been through the process they know your business like they'll have respect for you you know you'll be able to get on really well together rather than bringing in someone that you don't really know that well and I think I was always like no I don't have anyone like everyone's got jobs and then all of a sudden I was like oh my gosh I just had this thought and I was like Lissy would be perfect at this (laughs) and I remember we got on a call and you were like absolutely hysterical about this (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh god yeah that was so, yeah, I remember you messaged me, you were like, are you free today? I was like, yeah, what's up? You're like, I just want to go on a call. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was such an amazing opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You and it was, not even trust me with that. It was just weird how it worked out because I was like, it, like it was never planned. It just perfectly worked out. And I was like, this is literally exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember getting on the call and then we spent the next like few months just going through training, didn't we? Yeah. And it was literally like, okay, this is because you had a good idea of how everything ran from a business perspective. So it was then kind of breaking things down a bit more and getting you, you know, understanding the systems and how they worked and the procedures. Um, Yeah. So we spent a good few months kind of training you up, really, wasn't it, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, it was training me up. And then I remember saying to you that I wanted to 
announce it to the world when I had more knowledge behind me so whilst we were training you were training me up I was also getting my PT calls I was doing other courses so I could kind of stand there next to you and be like yeah I'm meant to be here what about but also and you're the same you'll never stop learning it's so important you're not doing anything right if you think you know it all um so yeah yeah. yeah. And then, so we got to that point and then we were like, right, okay, you ready to take on your first client. And we just kind of drip fed it from there really, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And built it up step by step. And now you're in a position where you've got a decent amount of girls. Yeah. And they're all smashing it. Yeah. <laughs> they're all amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing because obviously you have your girls who check in with you. Mm-hmm. I have my girls that check in with me, but they're all under one big umbrella. Like they all have the same experience. Um, you know, they all have the same opportunities. They have access to the, every, everything is the same. They're all under one business, but yeah. it's just that we get to help more people and offer more because obviously there's both of us contributing to it. Yeah. And I think we both share very similar values as well in terms of the way we coach and what we value is important within coaching as well. Yeah. And like you said there, like we, we, we do have our girls who we coach separately, but we also are quite, I'd like to say a big family. It's, yeah. We, yeah. We don't kind of just have separate, separate. You cannot speak to Lissy. Yeah. You can speak to me. We Lizzie. all chat, don't we? We all chat. We all get on. And we all know that if someone's struggling, you can go to anyone. Yeah. It's not even just the coaches. Like I think the girls know they can speak to their other teammates. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a very, very good vibe, positive yeah. vibe around at the team. So yeah. And what's lovely now is like when we went down to the to the shoot. So this was December. Yeah, year. this would have been like maybe the third shoot. Yes. No, fourth, because you did one with um Ben in the city, but I didn't do that one. Yeah, something that was a yeah, something it's quite a few shoots in anyway. And like we both went down together, we like stayed in the hotel with the girls, we went out for dinner, and it was just such a lovely thing. And we got it all filmed and you know, the whole experience filmed, and it was it was just so amazing. And I think I have this amazing vision of like building this amazing group of girls and you know, a team of coaches, yeah, who are really, really making an impact on a much higher level than just training and nutrition but on like a life you know I I want it to be the same as the same as what you went through you know so going from that position where it wasn't just an eight-week transformation it was actually you leveling up and going from who you were to having that you know that self-belief and that confidence to where you are now and I just think if we can replicate that with everyone that we work with like what an amazing thing would that create exactly I think as well everyone looks for a quick fix so like you said people say four weeks, eight weeks to get you the best body you can. It's like 99.9% it's not the body that you need help with. It's kind of focusing on the mind and then the body will follow in that way. Um, So yeah, that is why I always recommend coaching over week plans. There's always more to be done than just the physical aspects, but yeah. Did you ever think like looking back when you walked into that Costa, did you ever think that you would be in this position now? No, (laughs) not at all. I genuinely, I I don't know. It gets me very emotional because I remember walking in and I, people who knew me at the time were like, yeah, Lissy's such a confident girl. And I wasn't, it was such a fake kind of, 
facade I put on because yeah. obviously I was very, very shy deep down. Um, and I just remember leaving Costa and I used to walk to and from the gym, like 40 minutes there, 40 minutes back. Yeah. And I remember walking, I was like, oh, I think I've done a really good thing. Like, this feels good. But I didn't, I just didn't. I kind of had gotten used to the fact that I'd be doing this degree and probably going to a job I didn't want to do and this, that and the other. Um, so yeah, I never would have thought this is it, but I'm very excited and grateful. So yeah, it's been a base and hasn't it really? Um, and I'm grateful as well to have the opportunity to work with someone like you as well, because I just think I'm very, very excited about where we can take this to. Yeah. So it's going to be amazing. So, you know, if you could give advice to your like 18, 19 year old self, what would you say? Oh God. First of all, I'd say all the boys you're losing sleep over, get over it. That'd be the first one. Um, what other one would I say? Just keep going. I think that was something that I needed to tell myself. Just keep going because things genuinely are going to get better. You can't see it now, but yeah. will. Just keep going. Keep believing in yourself and just fake it till you make it. Because if you're not confident right now, Lissy, you will be. Um, yeah. And you genuinely will be confident and it'll show so yeah amazing I love that (laughs) and one more question where do you where do you see things going in the future for you like what's your like what's your like vision (laughs) oh what a question so all the questions at you today where do I want to be in the future I want to keep leveling up business-wise I want to be the best coach I can be for the girls I have now, the girls I'll have in the future, to keep building with you and also to keep building my life with coaching as well. I think as well, it's all well and good having goals, but it's also knowing you need to adapt to what happens in life as well. But I'll always, of course, there's some things I'll want to keep for me and then the world will just see. But I think it's definitely providing the best service I can for the girls. Keep levelling up for me as Alicia and also as a coach for my girls um so yeah I don't know also I mean we didn't even touch on this but kind of bodybuilding wise I don't know in the future yeah I'm I'm not sure but I think how life is going it may go that way um but yeah yeah very exciting it's just exciting isn't it seeing where (laughs) things can go to and I think it's really good as well reflected because I think I'm the type of person that is always like, right, okay, goal hit. What's next? What's the next goal? And you can get to a point where you feel like, oh my God, I've still got so far to go or I'm, you know, I'm not where I want to be yet or, you know, I need to be doing more. And I think I'm very much like that in a sense of I don't often take a step back and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at all these amazing things that have happened and like how things have grown. And I think even me, like looking back, like if, if, if you'd have turned around to me and been like, okay, right, in in two, three years time, you're going to have a completely online business. You're going to be helping like loads of girls become like the best version of themselves. You're going to have another coach working with you. Like, you know, you're going to be having your own podcast. You're going to be doing YouTube. You're going to be competing. Like you just never, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it really makes you reflect, doesn't it? Yeah, I think as well, like with the goals you said as well, of course, I love having goals, but I also, from what we just spoke about over that, how old am I now? So that three, four year-ish yeah. time, 
so many spanners have been thrown in the work and they've actually been the best thing that's happened. So for where I want to be in the future, it's also letting life flow and trusting what is in store. But um, yeah, just I want to help so many people because I remember being in Mexico as well and I was sitting on the beach and I think I just took some time away from the family because it was a massive kind of thing. And I remember sitting there and I was like, I genuinely just want people to feel how I feel now because yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. Um, so that is the passion side of it of people seeing just what they're capable of, even though they could never imagine it. Um, and that penny kind of dropping in their head. So yeah. Yeah. Oh. I feel like that is just the perfect summary to today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So we'll wrap it up there. Um, do you wanna do you wanna say your Instagram handle so people can go and follow you yes so my Instagram is at Alicia fit so a-l-y-c-i-a-f-i-t amazing fab and thank you so much for coming on today it's been really nice Um, and yeah hopefully hopefully you guys have found this episode insightful as well so go and give both of us a follow if you're not following us already um obviously we collaborate on a lot of the coaching side of things so there's always info on in regards to coaching as well um if you do enjoy it as well um please let us know like tag share on your story um and also subscribe to us we're on we're on itunes we're on spotify and you can leave a review that would be very much appreciated okay we'll leave it there for today but thank you so much for listening and i will be back next week thank you